It's Championship Saturday. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. This is Drew Fluffy Coats. <clears throat> and Philip Fizzy Barton. And welcome to Fluffy and Fizzy Sports Lounge. How you doing today, Barton? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. I'm fighting off a little head cold, but, uh, you know, weather changes. Not going to stop me from doing the three things that we love, though. And what are those three things we love to do there, Barton? A little beer, a little cigars, and some good old college football. There it is. Guys, we have a good show for you guys today. Uh, it's been about a week and a half since we actually did a show. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving break, and, you know, we, we're pretty certain that there's already one team in the college football playoff. Well, this week it decides the other three. Yeah. As it is, as Bart alluded to, it is championship weekend this weekend. So, um, you know, we got uh, basically like the first top six teams are all, except for Notre Dame, are all playing this weekend trying to get into that championship and trying to get in that college football playoff so yeah and, it'll be interesting and and uh, i want to talk a little bit about notre dame later once we once we get through going through the games and stuff i want to i want to talk about a little bit about notre dame i have some uh, i have some thoughts on them yeah some thoughts <laughs> well bart well before we get to barton's thoughts we got to talk about the number one priority of our show well, not the number one priority, but one of the three priorities of our show. Yeah, and that is and that is the good beer that we are drinking. Um, I I'm drinking uh, a, a smoked porter. That man, you don't even need to have a cigar with this beer. It is so nice and smooth. It's got a smoky flavor to it. I didn't think I would like it because you know there's certain beers like sometimes that you know they hear smoked something. You know, it would think it overcompensate and like almost like drinking a cigar but it, this is in a good way you're drinking a cigar like <laughs> it was very nice and smooth you had that smoky flavor man it was it was delicious it's called it was called the smoke porter from a uh, little madness brewing company down here in pensacola florida very brand new brewery uh environment is pretty good they even had a super nintendo hooked up oh, in their little <laughs> okay that's okay they, they won me over i gotta go there now yeah, yeah, definitely worth uh, – they only had, like, six beers on tap because they're, you know, brand-new brewery. But everything that they had there was very good. I tried all all six of their beers. They had the regular porter, and then I had their smoke porter to finish off my, my experience there. Man, ended it on a high note. Very good beer. Okay. Uh, well, me and you are on the same page with the porters today. Um, I'm actually – yeah, I'm actually uh, – from right here in Rock Hill, uh, you visited here when we went here when you visited, uh, but Legal Remedy Brewing, yeah, Legal Remedy, yeah, uh, their Pro Bono Vanilla Porter, um, ah, it, that was very good. It, I remember that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty much like you know, it's your standard porter, but you know, you got that very vanilla flavor coming out in it. It's uh, it's extremely good. It's a, mm. it's definitely a sipping beer though. It's nine percent alcohol, so I, I, I imagine <laughs> after we uh, after we finish up the podcast, I might switch over to something a little lighter for a little bit because yeah, you know, I, I would <laughs> like to watch some of the games tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you know, you don't want to get too too hammered before you know while we're watching, you know, Washington play tonight. Yeah, 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 but yeah, definitely uh, legal remedy. If you know, it's a local beer, so I doubt anyone who, you know hears this, they may hear be able to pick it up. But if you ever get a chance to go by legal remedy. Uh, get there and definitely try the Pro Bono Vanilla Porter. Um, t- uh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 10. It's a 10. It's a 10. <laughs> Good old Billy Bob references. We love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now we got the beer. What kind of cigar are you pairing that beer with there this week? All right. This is something a little new, something that I, I, have, I have yet to, I didn't try up until uh, this past week. 
It's a uh, called a Psycho. Yeah. Huh. It's a Psycho 7 by uh, Ventura Cigar Company. It's a Dominican wrapper, uh, Mexican Sumatra binder. Okay, we got it's it's kind of a cigar sandwich. It's got a bunch of blends of cigars. Uh, <laughs> cigar uh, sandwich. Yeah, it's got a bunch of blend of uh, tobacco. It's Honduran, Nicaraguan, uh, Peruvian, and even a little bit of U.S. filler. Uh, okay. I hope you got all that. There's gonna be a quiz later. But oh, uh, there's gonna be a quiz. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's <laughs> it's uh it's very cedary. Got hints of uh, pepper, some sweetness. Uh, very smooth, man. Very just smooth and mild. Uh, would actually go very good with a porter, I, in my opinion. You know, go, would very go would go good with a porter. So, definitely, uh, again, another another ten out of ten. You know, you just I'm throwing out <laughs> throwing out tens today, like you're man, <laughs> man, you throwing out tens like it's an NBA dunk contest right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, so we got the beer, we got the cigar. Let's get down to the down and dirty. It's getting into some college football. We got all. We got what ten championship games this weekend? Yeah, yeah. I think we said we we're going to discuss the ten. I think. Yeah, uh, there's a there's an there's there, eight. Well, there's a there's the eleven. There's a eleventh one, but I don't think we're going to worry about that. That's the SWAC. Which yeah, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm not really worried. About it. We're going to get into the MAC, Mountain West, AAC, Big Ten, Pac-12. Uh, Big 12, ACC, and SEC championship games. That's a mouthful. I hope you all kept up with that. Sun Belt. Don't forget about the Sun Belt. Uh, you can pass on the Sun Belt, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll discuss the Sun Belt just because I wrote notes down on it, damn it. No, okay. <laughs> all right, let's get into the MAC right now. Uh, right. We got we got the 10-2 and two Buffs, uh, Buffalo, uh, against going uh, the – Huskies in Northern Illinois, they're about seven to five. Um, Buffalo, I've been kind of keeping track of them on the. They're on, they're off the radar. They should. I feel like they get. They should be at least on that border of being in the in the top twenty five ranking. They've had a very good year this year. I see them winning the MAC in this in this matchup. Yeah, um, I I don't know anything about either one of these teams. I'll just flat out be honest with you. Uh, yeah. So just looking at records, seven and five Northern Illinois, ten and two Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is the favorite. Uh, I, I'm just going to go with Buffalo. Uh, I did. I, yeah. I did see where uh, Buffalo's averaging about 35 points per game, which is yeah. They can which is, they can put they can light up the score. Yeah, which is which, which is you know that's that's pretty impressive. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm just going to go with Buffalo. Uh, just uh, just a gut feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going on from that to the Mountain West Conference Championship. This is going to be a pretty. I think this will be one of the better ones to watch. It's uh, you got Boise State, you know. The lovable, the lovable Boise State against Fresno State, you know. Yeah, it's a they're uh, they both got the same record, you know. I, I'm I'm partial to Boise State. They won me, they won me a good bet back in the day, you know, when they beat Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. Okay, so, you know, yeah. I've been I've been I've been high and mighty on my Boise State uh, Broncos. That you know, not my actual team, but you know, it's one of those teams I I can't help but not root for. So. <laughs> I'm gonna go with them in this in this game. It'll be a very close game, though. Mountain West uh, championship games tend to be pretty close. Well, I, I'm gonna go against you here. I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm gonna go with Fresno State. And um, so this is a not so fast, my friend. Yeah, yeah, not so fast, my friend. Um, <laughs> just you know, just looking at stat, you know, I, I scrolled through and just looked at kind of you know scoring defense and offensive def- uh, scoring offense. Both average about 37 points per game. Which mm-hmm. you know, obviously that's very impressive. Fresno State 
just going straight total, you know, straight uh, scoring defense, has the number two scoring defense in the country, only giving up 13 mm-hmm. points per game. So I, I think that's going to be the difference. I'm going to say they're, you know, I'm going to say their defense is going to uh, pull them through. It's going to be a tight game. Uh, Boise, you know, you know, I love my lines. Say it every week. I love my lines. Boise is a two and a half point favorite. But I'm, I'm going to call for uh, Fresno State. To, that's not my upset, but I'm going to call for Fresno State to win the Mountain West. Yeah, they got a, They definitely got a <clears throat> chance to start stop ripping there. That, that quarterback from Boise State, he could mm-hmm. he could sure light it up. Uh, we're going to go from that to the Pac-12 uh, championship game. That's actually on tonight, I believe. Yes. You got you got number eleven Washington against seventeen Utah. Um, Washington, you know they beat our you know our favorite. <laughs> yeah, our our, our darling. Our favorite. Our darling of Washington State Cougars. It was an interesting game to watch just for the fact that it was in a blizzard last week. And not to take anything away from Washington because they, they actually did hold them in without any big plays, but I think a snow helped them in that factor. Um, Utah, I can see them pulling up pulling up the win, win on this one. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to come back to this game later. I have a – Okay. Yeah, I'm going to talk about this uh, talk about this one a little bit later. But, yeah, yeah, I'm going to – We'll just go with that. I'm going to talk about this one a little bit later. Okay, so we'll get we'll get past that. Um, we're going to the AAC championship game, the old American Atlantic Conference. Yeah. Um. Again. Um. I think I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to come back to this one as well. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you got number eight UCF. They're finally, you know, getting they jumped up a little bit. You know, they're moving up to number eight. They're playing against Memphis, but, you know, without Milton McKenzie, man, that, that kind of hurts their offense quite a bit. Which, you know, that's going to hit on hit on some points while I'm going to talk about them a little bit later. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, as this is definitely – I think this is going to be a very good game. This was a very good game earlier this year when they played. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll go ahead and tell you, I think Central Florida is going to win the game. But I imagine this game is going to be extremely, extremely close. I'm talking like the last, yeah. the last time they played, it was 31 to 30, and Memphis had a 13 point halftime lead. So I, I look for another game similar to that. I'm talking within like one or two points. Yeah, Memphis sent uh, Ed Oliver and the Houston Cougars crying. So yeah, now Ed Oliver's not playing in the bowl game. Yeah, so <laughs> eh. You know, sh- shocking shocker there. Mm-hmm. I guess so. <laughs> so we're going on to the Big Ten championship. Number six, Ohio State. They're trying to keep their playoff play folks alive, but don't sleep on Northwestern this week. Northwestern, you know, they are one of the teams in the Big Ten. I don't know if you keep up with them as much as I do, but they are a hard team to beat. Regardless, you know, they might have five losses to almost every year, but man, those are tough five losses every single game. Well, um, one of their losses. Does not look very good. They lost to Akron early in the year, and that, yeah. that does not look good. Um, I like you said. I think they get they're eight and four right now. They normally have mm-hmm. they you know they may always get to around five losses. I think Ohio State takes care of business uh, easily, like two touchdowns. And yeah, well, but- actually, I take that back. I am no longer projecting what Ohio State is going to do. I'm yes, just going to but- say they win because <laughs> every <laughs> everything that I've said about Ohio State has been completely wrong they've done the opposite so uh, i'm just gonna say they win <laughs> <laughs> all right so go like uh they have to they have to win impressively they even have a chance of uh getting to the playoffs and we'll get we'll get more in the playoff scenarios a little later so uh, yeah 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 uh i, I want to talk about what happens if ohio state and uh 
Oklahoma win, you know, very, very impressively. But we'll 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 get to that. Yeah, we'll get we'll get we'll get more into that later. We're going to the back uh, the Big Twelve championship game. You know, the Red Rift River rivalry part two. Yeah, part two. Part two. <laughs> um, you know, Texas looked very. They won convincingly in the first showdown, but you know, Oklahoma is starting to progress, and you know, start their offense is just starting to roll over people. And yeah, they had they won a pretty close sh- uh, showdown last week with West Virginia. Uh, how do you feel about this game coming moving forward? Um, I, I think Oklahoma avenges the loss. I think they take care of business. Um, it, I, I think that this is a game. This is going to be another one of my talking points when it comes to Notre Dame. But I think Oklahoma is going to be a nice twelve and one Big Twelve Conference champion that uh, has uh, avenged their only loss. So, uh, yeah, I think I think they take care of business. I think Cal- they, the first game, you know. Regular season game, it, it was a wild one. So, but I still think that uh, Oklahoma just gets it done. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you in there. Uh, Texas, their offense is. I mean, they they put up points, but they seem to sputter at times in important situations to me. So, but we'll see how that goes. They they struggled against Kansas last week, so you know, uh, we'll see how they do. Maybe they can rebound and you know give uh, Oklahoma a fight next week. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> well, about that. Um, so, going on from that, it's Clemson and Pitt. Uh, basically, Clemson's going to win, and they're going to go stroll right into the, you know, uh, NCAA playoff right there. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Clemson, Clemson wins this one by a whole bunch. I mean, they're Pitt, Pitt's seven and five. You know, the the coastal is just. Garbage. Yeah. The ACC Coastal is just a garbage. Most division. of the AC, uh, uh, most of the ACC, I could, I, I would think, besides like a handful, like besides you know Clemson and even Syracuse this year, everything else, nobody else just seems so convincing at all this year. No, and I mean the fact that you're able to win your division with a seven and five record is just pathetic. I don't. Know. It's pathetic. Yeah, yeah, it is, and uh, I mean it's crazy because that's supposed to be you know this is the championship game that's supposed to be the second best team right mm-hmm. it's supposed to be the team that you put up for a for a wild conference championship game but it's just it's just not gonna happen yeah clemson clemson wins this one by a whole well it, with, with you saying that that's where i kind of do like how the big 12 is finally had, you know they went a couple years without a big 10 without a championship game and that seemed to hurt some of their teams but i like the way they do it now doesn't matter top top two best records in the championship game yeah, I do. I do like the Big Ten. I mean, the Big Twelve format. I love the. I like the idea of nine conference championship games. Do away with divisions and just the top two teams play mm-hmm. each other. I think that. Uh, I think that's a lot better because, I mean, come on, Pitt has no shot. I mean, Syracuse would probably have a better shot against Clemson than Pitt does. But Pitt, I mean, this uh, Pitt has no shot. Nobody from the Coastal has any no. shot. Nobody in the Coastal is the second-best team in the ACC. Yeah, I would have liked to see, you know, a Michigan-Ohio State rematch, you know, this week, too, if that were <coughs> that would be happened, too. Because I think, I think Michigan just – I don't know how they could have lost it that bad last week. But, you know. Well, like we said, I, well, like I said, I cannot peg – Ohio State. No, n- neither one of us can. <laughs> we can't win with that one, I guess. So, like, I, so, uh, and then we pro- we got probably the biggest game of the weekend, college game days down there in Atlanta. Uh, you got number one Bama versus number four Georgia. Um, this 
this has a lot of playoff implications because say say Georgia beats Alabama, and we're going to probably start getting into this game more and more about the playoff scenarios. But say Georgia beats Bama, does Bama still get into the college football playoff at this point? That that is a very good question. Um, it, it's just Bama has been Bama has been so dominant this year that if I don't know if they lose a close game to Georgia. I mean, we're talking like one for the ages, like a 35 to 34, you know, last second touchdown by Georgia to win it or something. Um, I, I just think that they would, I don't know. That would be, that's, they're going to have a problem on their, the, the committee is going to have a problem on their hand when, uh, well, not win, but if, if that were to happen. Um, I think Bama's actually going to win the game yeah. and avoid all conflict. I, I believe that too. Uh, but, but yeah, that's that's a very good point. That that is one of those chaos situations that uh, we can we can talk about in a little bit. They, uh, yeah, I don't know what you do. I, to be honest with you, I don't know what you do. I mean, you can make an argument that absolutely Alabama should be in there. They've been ranked number one the entire season. They've absolutely dominated everybody. So if they lose a close game to Georgia, why? I mean, is there out of the realm of possibility to still think that they're maybe not the second, still not one of the best teams in the country? Yeah. Um, I think we can kind of start getting that that conversation actually now because you say you 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 think Bama is going to win. I I personally think Bama is going to win. But let's get into the what if scenario and the playoffs playoff scenarios of everything. <clears throat> say okay. Bama loses, can they keep a Big Ten team that won their conference that's only got one loss on their resume out of the playoff again this year? Because that's what happened last year. Because and Bama shouldn't probably shouldn't even have been in the playoff last year because you know Ohio State only had one loss just like Bama last year, but they put Bama in and Ohio State not. And if, mm-hmm. if Wisconsin had won last year against Ohio State, Bama wouldn't even been in the playoff. This is where I want to come into Notre Dame. Oh God, here we go. Notre Dame. Could you make an argument? Because I can make an argument. Now I don't think I'm going to go ahead and before we start this I don't I don't think this is going to happen, but you could make an argument that Notre Dame at 12 and 0 could be left out of the college football playoff. Yeah, and I, it, and I think I think it could happen without Bama losing. It's not going to take Bama to lose. And here's 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 you know if you see if you could pick up what I'm putting mm-hmm. down. Notre Dame is a boring team. They have no style. No. They have you look at their games, they don't have any style points. I was going through their record. Uh their yeah, I was going through their schedule. Eight point win over four and eight ball state, five point win over six and six Vanderbilt, five point win over a seven and five Van uh Pittsburgh, seven point win over a five and seven uh Southern Cal. Their three quality wins are Michigan, Syracuse, Northwestern. Mm-hmm. We seen what Ohio State did to Michigan. Yeah. What happens if Ohio State does the same thing to Northwestern? Northwestern? That's that's two of their quality wins that were close games mm. that have absolutely been their doors blown off by, you know, Ohio State. And again, I get back to Oklahoma. Uh, they if they beat Texas, they avenge their loss. Mm-hmm. They're twelve and one. They're Big Twelve champions, but they avenge that only loss. I, I, to me, that kind of cancels out that loss. Yeah. So Oklahoma at twelve and one with one win and one loss versus the, versus uh, Texas is kind of equivalent to Notre Dame not playing in a, a conference championship game. Well, I think that I think to me that is the biggest reason Notre Dame 
could. I may be showing a little bit of bias here because I'm not a particularly big fan of Notre Dame, mm. <laughs> but uh, could and should be left out of the playoff. All five of those teams, you can add Georgia in there, uh, but Bama, Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Ohio State, all five of those teams are having to put it on the line mm-hmm. for another week while Notre Dame gets to sit at home. And Notre Dame's schedule, you can make an argument about any of them schedule, but Notre Dame, I mean, it's not any tougher or any less tough than than any of those other teams. And I just think, you know, I, I just think it's not – I hate to say not fair because, you know, that's, that's a cliche thing to say, but it's just I, – I just don't like the fact that Notre Dame gets to sit at home while every other team who's buying for a playoff spot has to put it on the line against some good teams, with the exception of maybe Pittsburgh. Yeah. They have to put it on the line against some really good teams – and, you know, I just I just kind of it's, – it's almost like running a race. Like if you're running a foot race, right, and you're running third, which is where Notre Dame's at, and on the last lap you just decide, okay, I'm calling it quits. Everybody else has got to run another lap to try to get finished, you know, to figure out where they're going to finish. But, you know, you just, okay, well, I'm just going to stop with one lap left and they're just going to award me third. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't particularly like that. Um, and it, it also comes back to the point, what if Bama, Clemson, and – Ohio State and Oklahoma all look super impressive mm-hmm. in their championship games. You know, I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I, I really don't. At the end of the day, I don't think it's going to happen. But that is my argument why Notre Dame could, and I, put, I say could with emphasis, be left out of the uh, college football playoffs. Now, if it happens, they're probably going to have pandemonium with the, uh, with the committee. But at the same time, I'm not going to be surprised if it does happen. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of – in a way, I'm with you, but in a way, I'm not. I, I do think it takes a lot to to go undefeated. I mean, ask Nick Saban, like I've been saying pretty much this whole show, this this whole since we started the show, he has never gone undefeated in in his career. So, mm-hmm. so to say to go undefeated and go like I, it's it's a tough task. It is really is a tough task to win every single game. So, in a way, I I I'm against you with the fact that yeah, they get the they. They're undefeated, but they deserve to be undefeated. They deserve to be in the playoff because they are undefeated. The same argument could be said for UCF. They've gone, what, 23, 24 games without a loss? But the thing is, I could understand if, if Notre Dame was the only undefeated team in the country, but you're going to have – you're going to have Four. well, Bama, who's undefeated. You're going to have Clemson, who's undefeated. And then, it, well, you're going to have Central Florida, who's also undefeated. But then – I mean, like I said, you look at Oklahoma. Now, technically, they're not undefeated, but if they beat Texas, they cancel out that loss. So while they're while they're not while they're while their record doesn't say undefeated, I think they. I mean, they technically beat the team that beat them. So. Yeah, but they. I to me, I feel like to avenge that loss, they would almost have to shut them out, which Oklahoma will not do, and put and no. put up, and, <laughs> no. and, and put on a, and put on a beating the Texas because Texas put on a shellacking with them in the Red River rivalry. It was it was forty eight to forty five. Oh, I thought it was clo- I thought it was more of a blowout. Never mind. I I'm the sorry, folks. I'm just full of shit. <laughs> I guess in the Big Twelve, the way they play defense, I guess forty eight forty five could be a shellacking. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean. I wish, like, the whole scenario with if Bama were to lose, and I can see the committee absolutely doing this, that they would just bump them down to number four and Clemson at number one and then Notre Dame at number two and then Oklahoma at number three. 
and that's how it will end up happening, which would leave Ohio State out. If Bama, if Bama were to yeah, lose? Yeah, if Bama were to lose. Well, if Bama were to lose, Georgia would be. Well, that's there. what I'm saying. It's like it would be – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be – Probably Clemson, Clemson won. Notre Dame, Georgia, and then, and then Bama. So, but then Bama, yeah. So it would be a set, and it could honestly happen. Like I said, it could honestly yeah, happen. It, like I, it would be, it would be the same four just rearranged. Yeah. So but, like, so it it could ultimately happen, and which kind of irritates me because you know me as a Big Ten guy, I I feel like they should at least have one representative, but they get not nobody for back to, for two seasons in a row, and. It, it is what it well, is. I mean, we voted for the. Is is it better than the than the BCS? Yeah, in a way. No, not by much. Not by much, though. It's basically BCS two point Until and yeah, until we get a playoff system where we get, eight, I think eight teams is accurate. Is the is an accurate amount of like teams, but you know, it all comes down to bulls and all that. I I agree. I think that I I'm. Definitely in favor of them expanding the eight teams. I think after eight teams, you're going to start getting a little bit much. Yeah. Because if you if you try to expand to um, maybe like twelve or sixteen, I just think it's going to be you're going to start getting too much of a debate about who who belongs in there. Like, imagine if there were sixteen teams, the debate of who belongs in what it would be. So I think eight would be a really good number because you would um, get at least every single. Uh, at least power five uh, conference like representative in there at least. Yeah. I, I mean, I would almost be good with six and you can do a situation where like, you know, one and two, maybe get a buy or yeah. whatever. But um, it, I think it's going to definitely have to be expanded at some point. Mm-hmm. There, there's just, there's just too much going on, but you can't if you pick the four best teams. Like, come on, you can't pick the four best teams. You can pick typically one and two have been, pretty unanimous with this thing yeah one typically the one and two teams have been it's the three and four but it's between three and six is where the debate starts to come in and you know really all they've done is with the bcs it was the debate between uh number one was usually unanimous and then the debate was between two three and yeah two and three and four well now all you've done is shifted that debate yeah now instead of talking about the number two team we're debating the number three and four teams so I think if they go to eight, uh, I would be in favor of an eight-team playoff. Yeah, I, um, I'd be all for that too. So, and you know something else I would like with an eight-team playoff, you could give Power Five conference champions automatic bids, yes, and then have three at-large bids, just like the old days. Yeah, I, and you know, then have the committee just seat them. Mm-hmm. You know, like kind of like a, a the basketball committee does, but. Yeah, I, I, it's definitely going to have to be expanded. But I, as of right now, I, they got the four best teams. I think they got the four best teams. Now, this weekend, things are going to change dramatically. Oh, yeah. Especially depending on what happens with uh, Bama and Georgia. But So, if you're, if, so who is your pick for, for the top four? What is your top four going into next week? Are we saying that Georgia loses? I'm saying Georgia loses, yes. So – if I had to pick, I'm going to ruffle some feathers mm-hmm. here. Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Ohio State. Okay, that's fair. That's that's my four teams. They're all four going to be conference champions. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I think, and of course, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going against what the committee did last year because, you know, they, they put Bama in when Bama didn't win the, uh, didn't win, get into the SEC championship and didn't win the SEC. But I think, I think conference championships have to mean something. Yeah. I really, I'm a firm believer that conference championships have to mean yeah, something. Yeah, I'm and there with you. No, Notre Dame being rewarded for not playing in a conference is ludicrous. Yeah. Well, my top my top four is going to be Bama, Clemson. I'm still going to keep Notre Dame in there, <laughs> and I will go Ohio State. Just, just mm-hmm. for the fact that they, their defense, yeah, they haven't looked so good, but man, they they, I think, they can play some decent defense as opposed to Oklahoma. <laughs> I think the thing that's going to kill Ohio State at the end of the is that day is that Purdue loss. Uh, that Purdue loss. I just don't think people are going to get over that. No. Um, you can get over, like I said, you can get over the Oklahoma loss, especially if they turn around and beat Texas. You know, they turn around and win. You can, you can kind of, you can kind of uh, justify that. The Purdue loss is just something I don't think Ohio State's going to be able to get over. Yeah, I hear you on that. So. So we're gonna we got a little off track, but uh, what's your up? <laughs> what is your upset of the week this week, Barton? Well, we technically didn't get off track. I I said um, when when I sent out our tweet for the upcoming podcast, I said you know we're gonna talk about Notre Dame possibly being left out and college football chaos. So <laughs> so I guess we technically didn't get off yep. track. But um, my game to watch is gonna be Oklahoma Texas. Okay. Uh, they said last five games decided by a total of 25 points, you know, uh, 48 to 45 was the highest scoring in the history of the series, but Oklahoma's eight and one in big 12 championships. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to call it Oklahoma wins. I'm not going to call a score, but Oklahoma wins. I think they avenged earlier loss. And, uh, I think it, it pushes them over the edge into the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. That's a good game to watch. My game to watch, um, it's kind of in the two. I, I, my the two games I'm kind of into interested in to watch is obviously Bama Georgia. That's, I'm not. That's obviously that's mm-hmm. a, that's the obvious one. Everybody wants to see how that it's the it's the top game of the weekend. You got one in four going at it in for a playoff spot. But outside of that, we touched on it earlier. Boise State versus State. I think that's going to be a really at those Mountain West games are always high scoring and there's it's it gets. Very interesting towards the end of those games, so I'm I'm kind of intrigued by that I, one. I agree. Yeah, I mean, you know, me and you, we vary on our opinions, but I think we both agree it's going to be a very good game. So I could, I could, I, I'm definitely on board with that one. Okay, too. so what's your upset this week then? Uh, not a whole lot. Utah. No, no, it's 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 hard to pick an actual upset, but I'm going tonight. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to go. I'm going to say the the. The running Utes of Utah beat uh, Washington. Yep, I'm, I'm, that's also my upset this week as well. I, I put I put the Utes up there over Washington. Uh, yeah, Washington beat Wa- uh, Washington State last week, but I didn't I didn't think it, I think the weather played a lot of factor because the, they just couldn't get any big plays because you know with the weather like that, big plays are going to be at a minimum. So, yeah, uh, you know, just looking up some things about the game, I saw where. Uh, the, they have uh, Utah has the Pac-12 leading tackle uh, tackles for tackler for a loss in linebacker Chase Hansen. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, he's got 22. The Utah has the Pac-12's top rush defense. And I was also looking at um, th- their backup quarterback Jason Shelley. He's three and zero since he took over. Well, uh, since the, since the starter was knocked out, 
he's he's only completing fifty seven percent for seven hundred and twenty three yards in his three games, but the key here to me, zero turnovers. That's, he's taking care of the ball. Co ball manage, management, whatever. That that helps you no turnovers will result in wins. So Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh I'm gonna give a score prediction. Okay. I haven't given a score prediction yet. I'm gonna give a score prediction. You know I love a give a score. You and your score predictions. <laughs> 24-21, Utah. It's a good score. I, very, I like <laughs> it. I, I can I can get on board with that. So, on on with that. What is Barton's lock of the week? You know, because we've lost Fizzy. I, I told you I didn't change the name of the segment. The Fizzy's Fizzy's losing lock of the Fizzy's week. Fizzy's losing lock of the week. So, what is your losing it, lock of the week? I. It's a good thing that I'm not really betting these games because I would have lost so much money. I called Clemson last week, and my Gamecocks, you know, pretty much they they showed up. I mean, they did what they could do, you know. For I mean, the defense, you know, our defense is riddled with injuries. They, you know, they Clemson was playing against basically a high school uh, defense out there, so they did about as best as they could do. But what about my boy Jake Bentley lighting up the number two team in the country? You know, but uh, he he could be so he could be when he's on he's on, but when he's off he's off. He's like reheated Chinese food. <laughs> it's, it's, it's either really good or it's really bad. <laughs> but um, so my lock of the week, and I touched on this earlier. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Memphis. They're 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 three point underdogs. The last line I saw, now it may have changed, but they're three point underdogs in Central Florida. I, I think they're gonna cover within that. I don't know if they're gonna win the game. But I think they're going to definitely lose by less than three. Um, they, you know, they lost in two overtimes in last year's uh, AAC championship. They lost thirty-one to thirty earlier this year. Uh, Daryl Henderson for Memphis and uh, Patrick Taylor, fifth best rushing offense in the country, and the quarterback for Memphis isn't too shabby either. Yeah. You know, he's throwing for almost three thousand yards and twenty-five touchdowns. So. Uh, and I think the thing that you touched on was no McKenzie Milton. You know, he's been the difference for them in a lot of games. Uh, we'll, we'll see what their backup escapes. The name escapes me now, but um, we'll see what he can do. But I think this, this will be the game that Memphis uh, – I'll go ahead and say they get it done. It's not going to be my upset, but with a three-point spread, and you're saying they're going to cover the three-point spread, that, you know, that's, that's pretty close to a win. So I'll go ahead and say that uh, Memphis, I think this is this, – this is the day that Central Florida's dynasty ends. They're 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 uh, win streak. Una, they're unofficial dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. I mean, that's that's interesting thought. I I think with I think UCF can get it done. I think their backup. I I watched the game last week. His backup did pretty well, and now he had, he'll have a whole week with the with the the starters of practice. So we'll see how that goes. But and. He does more with his legs, so I don't. I just don't know how how good of a passer he he really is. But I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Well, that's all we got for this week, folks. Oh, you gonna go? What's up? My Gamecocks have an extra game oh, to play. Oh, your Gamecocks have a game this week. <laughs> we we have to play the Zips from Akron. Do we have to even talk about this game. <laughs> uh, I'll, you know. We don't have to. We don't have to go into you know, it. Depth. You know, it's just a make. You know, win with this, you guys would have the same record as Wisconsin. Yeah, but I think we're headed to the Belt Bowl. We're either headed to the Belt Bowl or the Gator Bowl, which we're going to be matched up with the ACC. 
Yeah, there's always next year, I guess, for a rematch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is the makeup game from the Marshall game that was canceled earlier in the year. Uh, it's it's going to be a weird game. You know, it's a noon game. We're not used to playing on this weekend. They're they're talking about ticket sales have been terrible. Like we're talking about like a half full stadium. I think it's gonna it's just gonna be a weird game. Um, South Carolina wins comfortably. I'm not gonna say they're gonna sit there and just blow them out because I think once we get up by a couple of touchdowns, we'll probably start seeing some seniors come in. Yeah. This, this with this being their last uh, last time playing in Williams Bryce. So um, I, I think obviously South Carolina wins the game. Um, like you said, not much to talk about. Do we have to talk about it? But it's 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 the last. Yeah, game. it's the last regular season game. Yeah, I'm still butthurt over losing the Paul Bunyan Zacks last week. So I don't even I don't mm. even want to get into this right now. Just... You you guys had won that thing so many times in a row. They made a rule where only the seniors could. Touch yeah, it. that was uh, that was hard to watch. I can see it happening unfolding, and it was just terrible. So yeah, it's been a very disappointing uh, yeah. season to be a Badger fan. Yeah, it's it's it. We we haven't lived up to the hype either. Um, I didn't think anyone anyone. I don't think anyone really thought that we were going to be win the East or win ten eleven games. But I definitely thought we would have you know more along the lines of a nine and three regular season. But um, hey. you know what? There's always next year. We got. I think we got about everybody coming back. You know, we'll be we'll be healthy. You know, defense has just been riddled. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely demolished with injuries. So. We'll see what happens, and uh, maybe we'll get a bowl game, a nice bowl game matchup with some uh, piss-poor ACC team and get that eighth win. So, <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, that is it for us this week there, folks. Uh, enjoy your championship weekend. We will get back to you next week where we will talk about Heisman, and we will talk about America's game next week. The good Ooh, Army versus Navy, Army baby. versus Navy. That's the game to watch. We'll get more into detail on that next week. And for uh, Drew Fluffy Cosa and uh, this is and Phil Fizzy Barton, you guys have a good weekend. Stay safe out there. Take it easy, guys.